That's the greatest commandment. We are to love God with our whole mind. We're not to set our mind on things below. So tonight, just want to look at some more scriptures about the mind, seeing the great importance of the mind. And how we think is going to determine our spiritual, our eternal destiny. That's what it's going to determine. What we think about will determine what we end up doing. Right? Right. Thoughts and actions, they correlate. Right. You don't you don't do something without thinking about it. Right. Some people seem like they do. But they're really <laughs> they're not thinking they're not thinking spiritually, and then in the natural they're not thinking smart. That's right. And they end up doing something stupid, spiritually stupid, or physically stupid, because they didn't think right. That's right. Amen. How we think about things is so important. Our view of natural things is going to determine, is going to be a major factor in how spiritual we are. If we view the earth and the natural things that we do, like they're really important, and we place a greater emphasis upon them than the spiritual things, we're in deep trouble. Amen. And Brother Britt talked about that on Sunday. You know, there are means to an end. Yeah. They're not the end in themselves. Right. They are so that you can fulfill your calling. And that your calling is not ultimately just to be a, a laborer, cutting grass, whatever it is. God may call you to do that. But ultimately, your calling is to, to minister unto Christ, right. first and foremost. Yeah. Amen. It's easy to get caught up in the natural. And we lose sight of the big picture. We lose sight of the supernatural. We lose sight of the eternal. We become so distracted by the temporal that we lose sight of that which endures forever. And if we're not watchful, we don't examine ourselves. We might be like that foolish child in Pilgrim's Progress. I was just thinking about that, trying to think of analogies here. That child at the house of the interpreter, passion. I can hear it in the drama, I don't know, in the book. I'm not exactly sure if it goes like that, but he was just, he wanted his toys. He wanted all the, everything right now. And he just laughed to scorn patience. He's hotty ha ha. I will, you know, I'll have fun. And you, you know, I can't remember exactly how it was, but it, he was uh, uh, just a punk. Right. Everything right now, could not see, he could not think Come on. the long term, didn't have any patience. You know, that's what some of us could be like. That's right. We just, the here and now, let's just enjoy that's ourselves. Right. We can't see in the future. We can't see five years from now. We can't see the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. We can't see, you know, we want the benefits of marriage one day, but we can't see the responsibilities of doing the, the work right now, being right. responsible right now, doing Amen. the will of God right now. Amen. And so we just want the benefits of it right now, but we don't want the responsibilities of it. Right. So we can't see the long-term implications there. Amen. If you lay up your, for yourself treasures on the earth, then your heart is here and not in heaven. That's, that's the principle Jesus preached. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You know, we need to be careful that we're not so earthly minded that we're of no heavenly use. You know, you've heard people say, talk about people that are so heavenly minded, they're of no earthly use. Stupid. That's right. But if you're earthly minded, you're of no heavenly use. 
God can't use you. That's All right. You're just thinking about the earth. You're thinking about Come your, on. your work. That's the truth. Whatever it is, yes, sir. may not be sinful, but then it's going to lead to sin. Yes, sir. You're going to get your eyes on Jesus. Come on. It's good preach. And then as Christians, we are to think as Christ thinks. And we are to possess the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen. There's found a few scriptures that dealt with how sinners sin. The natural state of sinners, their other their minds and their thought life. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. You know, that's what we are apart from Jesus. That's right. Without Jesus, without possessing the mind of Christ, that's the end of your mind. Carnal, evil, wicked. Right. You don't get your mind on Jesus and become, be spiritual, be a true Christian. That's what you are. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 10, The wicked, through the pride of his countenance, will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. Is God in all your thoughts? We need to consider ourselves. Because we, we fall into that, that same pattern of the wicked. Romans chapter 8, verse 5. But they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Two ways. Carnal mind is death. And carnal, you know, that can... The carnal mind is enmity against God. So you're, you're not going to be a Christian and, and have a carnal mind. But you can have carnal thoughts that come from the flesh that wants to resurrect if you're a genuine child of God. You've got to cast that down. Right. And if you don't, you're going to have a carnal mind. Right. The, the flesh can resurrect. That's right. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I want to just talk about this for a little while. We must allow God to renew our minds daily, every day. Man. You know, the world is constantly trying to conform us to That's its right. ways and to its That's thought right. process, its mind, its mentality. Man. We're going to have to let God transform us. And God's seeking to transform us every day, every moment. He's That's seeking right. to transform us into the image of Christ. He's seeking to change us into something greater. That's what transformation is. Something happening. You're, you're going higher, further. Change, you're changing into something better. Come on. And Jesus, that's what he, he wants to be, Jesus, in you. And that we must cooperate with the Holy Ghost. We must allow him to do that. And then the way to have your mind renewed is not by listening to some lectures podcasts or music or whatnot, you know, and all those things can be good and they can be a great blessing, you know, listening to spiritual music, but that's not really the renewing of the mind that you need. What you need to do is to spend time in the presence of Jesus. That's right. You've got to spend personal time in his presence. You need to read the word of God. I'm not going to discount that tonight. You've got to spend time in the Word of God. Yeah. You, and you must allow that Word of God 
like water to wash over your spirit. Wash away every wrong idea, every wrong notion, every thought that it needs to be taken captive to the obedience of Christ. Amen. And you need to pray through to the presence of God and be in such a place where God can speak to you and Amen. you can hear it. Right. You know, people complain that God doesn't speak to them. You know, they don't have any, they don't have any word of the Lord. They don't have any word from God. The problem is, God did speak to them, but they didn't hear. Right. They didn't have ears to hear. They didn't listen. So the question is, are you hearing what he's telling you? Are you listening to his voice? If not, you're not going to be renewed. You're not going to be transformed. You're going to be conformed to this world. Right. Amen. That's how our mind is renewed, by sitting at the feet of Jesus and Amen. hearing his word. Amen. We must keep ourselves close to Jesus because the thoughts of evil, the thoughts of sin and Satan are constantly being flung in our face like fiery darts. They're being shot at us. And if we don't just go to Jesus, if we don't come to him, then we're gonna we're gonna fall prey to it. Right. Amen. You you've heard this before. We may not be able to stop a bird from landing on us, but we sure enough can keep it from making a nest and on our head. Come on. You know. It's good. That's a, a I guess an analogy of how the devil is gonna throw thoughts at you. Right. Right. And you can't stop thoughts from entering your mind. If you're walking down the street, you see something evil. You're tempted to lust or whatnot. Well, that's not a sin. That's right. The sin is if you think about it and, and, and continue to think about it and don't cast it down, that's, right. that's where the sin happens on, right, when right. you begin to lust. Amen. But if you cast it down, that's not a sin. Come don't on. let the devil, that's another, that's a double whammy. The devil's going to tell you, you you sinned already, so you might as well just keep on sinning or something. That's right. You didn't sin. That's right. Tell the Come devil on. he's a liar. That's you right. Get up and go on. on with Jesus. On. That's the way to handle it. But if you let that thought to continue there, it's just going to build upon it. There will be a whole nest of Satan, a nest of, of cockatrice eggs on your mind. That's right. Right on. Amen. Book of James, chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind in tongues. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen. So many professing Christians are double-minded. And thus they are unstable. That's the problem in this hour. A lot of people are double-minded. They, they think one way... One, one day, next day, they think of something different. Next day, they have a totally different, they have a paradigm shift. They, they see things in a whole new light. And that's great if you're being conformed to the image of Christ and you're submitting to all the light that you have. It's not double-minded. It's a single mind toward Jesus. The problem is people listen to one carnal thing to the next, and they're just shifting all the time. No stability. And then you have some people, one month, they'll be on fire for God and pressing in. Next month, Arnold's a cinder block. Totally backslid. It's not how God intended. Why, why is that? Because they're double-minded. 
That's the end. They're double-minded. They have not received the mind of Christ. And they have not been established in the kingdom of God. Well, that's, that's what God wants consistency and faithfulness from his people. Right. He is faithful. We are to be faithful. He said if you're lukewarm, he'd vomit you out of his mouth. Right. Being lukewarm, being hot sometimes and cold at other times. Well, it's not just being warm steadily. You, you heat up. And you just gradually cool down, cool down. You just you just become warm. That's what God sees you. It's unstable, and He's going to vomit you out. Yeah. God God defines it as disgusting. He's not going to allow it in His church. You know, you can't be double-minded and continue in a Christian life. You know, I doubt Brother Mike here has ever forgotten that that he's married. I don't know if he woke up. Any time and was like, you know what, I think I'm single. You know, you've forgotten that you're a Christian? Forgotten that you're married to Jesus? Come on. That would be a strange thing in the natural, I would hope to think. Amen. You know, it shouldn't be normal in the spirit. That's right. Amen. We're not going to get anywhere in the spirit if we're double minded and wavering around. We're going to have to set our hearts and our minds, and not allow ourselves to be moved by this world. Amen. Is your mind set? And I was thinking about the word mindset. I couldn't really figure out how this how it worked. It didn't really define the way I thought it was. But what is your mindset? Everybody has a mindset. What is your mind set upon? Is it set upon Jesus? Or is it set just to go with whatever way the wind goes? Come on. I was thinking of this as another analogy. You know, way as the Bible talks about the waves of the sea, you're like a wave of the sea. You're driven just with the wind. And I begin to think about, you know, if you're a ship out on the sea, and if, if you, in order to not go with the wind, and not go with the waves, and not go with the storms, you've got it's, you're a sailing, you know, vessel, and you've got sails, so that you. You can rise above that storm, and you can set your sails out in any kind of wind. You can tack your sails, and you're going to go where you want to go. Well, you know, that's how we need to be. We need to set our face like flint. We need to set our rudder, set our sails. Jesus is our captain, and we're going to do exactly what he tells us to do. Well, doesn't matter what storm comes along. doesn't matter what wave. You know, the devil's trying to break the sails, but God is able to keep us. Come on, if we set those sails and we'll not be moved, we're going to make it to our destination. Yeah. Thought about this. Are you a thermometer or a thermostat? You know, the thermometer goes up and down, 30 degrees in the evening, up 30 degrees, so it seems like it's 120 yeah. degrees. But it goes up and down, up and down. Thermostat is what you set it on. You set it on 65, that's where it stays. It's on 71 or 66 right now. That, that thermometer is going up and down, 71. It's not quite obeying here. <laughs> but what are you? Are you a thermostat or are you a thermometer? You're going, you're Come just fluctuating with the environment? It heats up outside? Oh, it looks like we're just going to go up with it. Come on. Colossians chapter 3 says, If ye then be risen with Christ, Seek those things which are above. 
to set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. We don't have to set our affection. We don't have to, that to mean mind. Set your mind on things above. Well, choose to think rightly. And then one thing God's been dealing with me is this thought. If it cannot be seen from the altar or the cross, then it's not important. If God is not putting it on my heart in the place of prayer, then it's not important. Yeah. And I need to be careful how I put my mind to it. How much I think about it. Yeah. And then last point is this. We must get our minds stayed on Jesus. You know, that's my thought tonight. You've got to get your mind stayed upon Jesus. We sing that song. We woke up this morning with our minds stayed on Jesus. But we could be singing a lot if we're just caught up in this world, caught up in the natural things. We need to be stayed upon Jesus.
you know, I'm being transformed into a sprinkler now. I know <laughs> that may be offensive to some of you grass covered because being transformed is being made something better. But uh, Wesley's seeking to transform me into a sprinkler man. And today, you know, we had to take a big old eight inch pipe that was really heavy and we had to go, I don't know, 80, 100 feet up in the air on a lift that felt like it was going to go and tip over sideways once we got it way high up in the air. And, you know, I had my harness on and I'm standing on the landing and he's waiting for me. And if you ask me, can it be done? Everything in me said, nope, it can't. Is there, this is impossible. I do not need to go this high in the air. I'm already not too fond of heights. And, you know, but I mean, if you said, do you think it's possible it can be done? Of course, I'd agree with it. But I didn't want to do it myself. I don't, yeah, it probably can be done, but I don't want to do it. But, you know, he, he pulled up to the landing with the, and he said, come on, get in. I had to climb in that lift and go against everything I felt, pick up that pipe and hold it there while he put the big on, you know. But once I did it, I thought, you know, this isn't that bad. I think I could do this thing. But it's really very similar in the spirit. You know, if you just sit there and think, well, I can't. I remember talking to my dad as a young man and really think, well, I can't help. My, I just, these thoughts come to my mind. And I was very tossed to and fro. And one minute I'm consumed with this. The next minute I'm consumed with that. And not learning to take. You know, take captive the thoughts that are in our mind and put place them back on the Lord Jesus. The danger is to become like Mark, cumbered about as much as can. Right. And we need to be like Mary. And that's why we're constantly, God's constantly trying to tell us to find a place, uh, a time, a place to get along with Him. Because getting along with God and being honest with Him and open up, I'm not talking about just going, you know, sit out in the truck for 20 minutes and Yawning. I'm talking about really going to talk to Jesus. When you get along with him, it has a way of riding the balance. Maybe if you're swinging this way, he has a way of pulling you back this way. And doing this, it's, if you're in the presence of God, he's going to deal with you about whatever he needs to deal with. Deal with. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Let's stand here tonight. Good prayer. Father God, we just thank you tonight, Lord. We can come, Lord, by the precious blood of Jesus, Lord, that our minds can be renewed, God. We don't have to walk in darkness, God. We can walk in the light as you are in the light, God. We ask you tonight, God, to renew our thinking, Lord. Help us to rise above, Lord, this culture, this, this worldly mentality that's out there, Lord, seeking to win us over, God. Help us, Lord, to stand in the victory, God, that you won on the cross of Calvary, God, to walk with you. To think your thoughts, Lord, after Jesus. Praise God.